looked down at my truck and it said 68 degrees and I was like, oh heck yes. Yes, yes, yes. So that got me motivated and I, like I said, I got him rode by 8 o'clock, hosed off by 8 o'clock. Then he has a really thick wall mane. So pretty, but such a pain in the butt to take care of. So I knew I had to get him rebraided. So that's what I did. I rebraided his mane. And guys, it always takes me a little bit longer to braid manes because I'm legit having to do an extra. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Having to do an extra step to get it done. So I probably finished that probably about 8:30, 8:40. <coughs> Sorry guys, I have this cough and it's driving me nuts. Anyway, so once I got his braid made, main rebraided, and then I put him out to pasture and I fed him, made sure his trough was chopped off, and then I took my butt home and went to um make me some breakfast. And I was like, oh, I'll have some eggs and, you know, make a healthy breakfast. Well, come to find out, we have no eggs. I'm like, oh, So I had a thin bagel with cream cheese. So it was very, still very healthy. Um, I know cream cheese is probably not the best thing in the world, but guys, I love cream cheese and nobody's going to take that away from me. Sorry. About your luck. But, so once I got doing breakfast, then I was like, okay, well, throw a load of laundry in, had that going, did the dishes, got those put away. Then I was like, alright, I have to go out and wash my truck. Like, it is gross. I'm tired of looking at it. The inside is even worse. So, that's what I did. I went and I did all of that. And, huh. I was just being very productive, and after I got done with the truck, then I was like, alright, my dog needs a bath, so I bathed her, and put her away so she could dry, and then I went in, and I went through a bunch of paperwork that I've been dreading to go through, because I just hate looking at paperwork, it's my least favorite thing to do, but, you know, it's part of life, and I got rid of a lot of paperwork that was just piling up. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm all done. I'll sit down. You know, it's like 12.31-ish. And I was like, I'll sit down for like 30 minutes, watch TV. So I was like, all right, well then, 2 o'clock hit. Which I sat down a little longer than I wanted to. 2 o'clock hit, and I was like, man, a nap sounds good right now. So I took a nap. And I was like, Okay, <clears throat> so, as we did, as I do, I'm like, oh, I'll just take like an hour nap, two, three. Well, apparently I was a little bit tired than I thought, so two to three ended up being two to five. <coughs> and, well, when I woke up, I was like, this was not my plan. I got up. And I finished the last load of laundry, folded and put the towels away. And then I was like, okay. So then I did some stuff on the computer. And then 
against new competition. I haven't ran at this arena in, whoo, I don't know how long. I honestly, I don't even think Buddy's ever ran here. Only reason I'm saying that is because I don't think I've ran here since I was in high school and I didn't have Buddy in high school. So this is going to be a new experience for him, but he always does so well in new arenas. So I wanted to go to this one just to see how the new year is going to kick off. He is feeling good. I rode him Saturday for a little while and then I really worked him Sunday. Um, and then I decided that we were going to run tomorrow. So it was really great being able to start the New Year's off. I've never been able to race on New Year's the past three years because I've always been working. But this year, I'm off. So let's go to a barrel race. Why not? Now, I had a lot of people telling me that I need to do an article in a magazine on motivation. Well, I did that. I wrote an article on motivation and it is in Florida Equine Association magazine. Oh, I'm sorry. Florida Equine Athlete Barrel Racing Association or FEABRA. It is a Florida-based magazine. It is available online. I will hopefully find out when and if it's going to get published and I will post it on all my social medias and letting everybody know to go and read it. So that article was very special to me. It really helped open my eyes for 2020. The most that I've realized of how I get so up and going is writing down my goals. I write down my goals weekly. And honestly guys, sometimes I change them, sometimes I keep them the same. Sometimes I'm marking something off already that I didn't even know I accomplished and I just did it. So writing down your goals is like the one thing that in your life that would help you. Um, I know some people are mentally to where, or not like, you know, like where they mentally remember things. And oh, okay, for 2020, my goals are this, 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 and then they just knock them off as they go. But for me, I'm a visual person. I have to write things down. I have to write down a list if I go to the grocery store. If I have to go run errands, so I don't forget. Because sometimes I'll go, okay, I gotta go to the grocery store. I gotta go get feed. I gotta go do this or that, and then I'll get home. And I'm like, crap, I didn't do that. So, writing down my to-do list or my goals is like the most important thing to me in my life. Now, for 2020, my biggest goal is to be able to barrel race as much as possible. 2019 was a little hard because I was always working and I never asked to get off work to go to a barrel race because... I needed the money but 2020 no excuse I'm gonna be able to get off go to barrel races and do what I love to do best and make some extra money on the side 
And honestly guys, sometimes I go to a barrel race and I make more money in a day than I do at work. I know, crazy, right? So, what I wanted to jump on here and talk to you guys about is I love to go out and inspire as many, many, many people as I possibly can. I love to go and to a barrel race and if I see someone and the younger generation struggling with her horse or his horse, I always, you know, I'm that one person that, you know, that goes over and was like, hey, you know, and tries to see if they're willing to talk to me and see if they're willing to take some pointers or just sit and listen to my story. It makes me so happy to know that the younger generation is out there ready to roll and go kick butt and do their dreams. So, I wanna know what is your 2020 goals. Please comment or private message me on Instagram at Paralyzed Barrel Racer or on my Facebook page at Deanna Foster or my rodeo page on Facebook at Dean Buddy. Guys, no matter where you catch me or go to my YouTube channel on D Foster or I think it's Paralyzed Barrel Racer as well. Um, I don't think I linked Paralyzed Barrel Racer on there yet. I'm slowly doing all of that and go on there and just comment on any video and tell me what your 2020 goals are. I've already done a post on Instagram on what your 2020 goals are so go find that post and you will be very surprised on what other people are saying. I love to go to a barrel race and be the underdog. When I was young and I was just starting to barrel race, I was literally the underdog. Nobody believed that I could go and accomplish a barrel run on my mayor. I no longer have that horse, but that horse has taught me so much and I am so thankful for everything she has taught me in my life. I can't imagine what my life would be like without her. I was honored to have her in my life to train me hey no don't do this you need to do this now when I started riding back when I was the first time I ever got on a horse I was one years old but that was just like from my birthday party and you know it wasn't really riding it was just a pony ride the first time I ever really got on a horse I was seven years old and I absolutely fell in love with it and from then on my mom was like oh okay she's just gonna you know want to ride around do trail rides and then one day when I got older, roughly seventh grade, I think I was probably like 13 years old, um, I went into my parents' room and I was like, mom, I want a barrel race. And she was like, oh no, 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 this is your sister's sport. You're not rodeoing. Well, I went and talked to my sister and my sister was like, I don't care, I think it'd be fun. I was like, so what happens if we compete against each other and one of us beats the other one? She goes, that's just how competition goes. I was like, you're not going to be mad if I win? She goes, no. And then I said, well, I won't be mad if you win. I'm just out there having fun. So we started competing against each other. And then roughly when I was, I believe, a senior in high school is when she decided 
that she didn't want to ride horses anymore, and she didn't want Buddy. She loved Buddy to death, but she didn't want to compete. She didn't want to ride anymore, and she just came in my room, and she was like, sis, I'm done. And I said, what do you mean you're done? And she said, well, I'm done riding. I said, why? She goes, I don't know. I just, it's not fun to me anymore. And I was like, okay. I said, what about Buddy? She goes, well, you can have Buddy. I said, I can't ride Buddy. He's crazy. And she's like, no, I think you two are fine. She goes, well, let's go outside and I'll saddle him up and we'll see how he does. Guys, I got on him and I absolutely fell in love with him. I was full-blown galloping within five minutes. And nobody could believe their eyes. Like, everybody was like, holy moly. Like, she just did that. So, being on Buddy since that day has been a complete, utter blessing. He has taken me to more places than I can imagine. And I'm thankful that he came into my life when he did because shortly after that, my mayor, Cruiser, she had navicular syndrome. And when I first got her, they told me it was only stage one. Well, come to find out, there's stage one to four. And when I got her, she was at stage three already. And I competed on her. I didn't overdo her. I just did the local shows once a month, maybe twice a month. And one barrel race, she went in and she turned the first. She turned the second. And all of a sudden, she just stopped. Dead in her track from a full gallop to a dead stop. And I didn't know what was going on. Nobody knew. And I got off and we checked her legs and they were... She just gave me the, that was her sign of saying, Mom, I hurt. My legs are tired and they hurt. I can't do this anymore. So I retired her and then kept competing on Buddy. And then I sold her in 2013 to a lady that had a son that just wanted to ride. And unfortunately, they didn't click after she took him home, took her home. And they asked me if I wanted her back. Well, unfortunately, I didn't have the money or the, you know, any reason to get her back because I didn't have any use for her. And I just didn't want her to be a pasture ornament. So she sold her to somebody else. I don't know where she's at. I've heard she's close to me, but I don't know. I occasionally drive by, but I don't ever see her. So I just you know, do what I can and to remember everything she taught me and then Buddy has taught me a lot as well. He's taken me to NBHA Open Worlds and has proven to a lot of people that a five-year-old cult that knew nothing when I started riding him to a horse that has saved my life more than I can count on my hands and my feet. I've had some close calls um, before I started using a magic seat, but having the magic seat, guys, is a another complete and utter blessing because if it wasn't for that magic seat, I don't know if I would still be here. Because I've had so many times where Buddy has 
slipped and fell or tripped and fell to where I've been slung forward or backwards or to the side to where I could have easily fallen off and got stepped on or whacked my head on a barrel. It's a scary thought to think about, but don't take anything for granted. Yes, with my disability, I should be wearing a helmet, but I'm hard-headed and stubborn and I don't want to wear one. So, I got the magic seat instead. My mom, even though I'm 28 years old, my mom is like, please go get a helmet. And I'm like, mom, no. I make my own decisions. So, I am going to use the magic seat for the rest of my life. Um, I don't think I'll ever get a helmet. I may in the future. I don't know yet. Depending on how my rodeo career keeps going, I may. But one thing I want to stress to you guys is don't put your dreams off. If you are young and your dream is to travel and hit the rodeo circuit, the bigger rodeo circuits and try to go pro, do it. Don't just sit around and do the local shows like I did and do nothing. I, I don't regret only doing the local shows, but I do regret not traveling and not competing as much as I am doing that I want to do now when I should have done it way back when. I mean, this year I'm going to do as many NBA chases as I can to qualify back for Open Worlds 2021 um, because I want to go back to Worlds and, you know, compete there. I love competing at Worlds. It's a week long of fun. You get to meet so many people and I get to inspire so many people. I still remember when I was there in 2018, I was standing there with my um, holding pin partner, Angie, and this little girl, she was sitting next to me, she was probably about 12, 13 years old, and her dad was standing in front of her, and I walk up, me and Angie are standing there talking, and I kind of look at him, and he's looking at my leg, and he's looking at my stirrup, and he, he goes, ma'am, did you lift your stirrup? I looked at Angie and we just both giggled and I go no sir I I took it off a couple years ago and he goes why would you compete without a stirrup like you gotta have weight on that side I said well sir I have no control over my right side I'm, I'm paralyzed on my whole side and he put his hands over his mouth like oh my goodness he's like that is amazing he's like I can't believe that you you compete he goes is that a magic seat I said yes sir he goes you always wear it like every time you compete I said yes I said I wear it every time I compete I don't wear it every time I get on if it's just a warm-up I don't wear it but if it's a competition I, I strap in just for that extra security um, recently I was at a three-day barrel race or two-day barrel race actually um, and we camped overnight whatever and first round went was a disaster like they told me and my friend Ryan that we were 141 and 145 and as we were saddling they're like hey you're number 120 and 125 and I was like what like what <laughs> so 
that day was a disaster. The next day, Brian had a, a clean run, but she didn't like her run. It wasn't fast enough to get her back to finals. And me, I had another catastrophe. My left stirrup broke off. Like the leather of my saddle, the leg, snapped in half. So when I say I literally didn't have any stirrups on my saddle, I literally didn't have any stirrups on my saddle. The only thing holding me on were my thighs and the magic seat. And you talk about a scary moment for a lot of people. Yeah, that would have been a, a pull-up stop. You know, let's, let's just stay alive. Me, being a daredevil that I am, I kept going. I just I kept pushing and pushing and we had a clean running. I don't even know if Buddy realized what had happened. But he just, he just, he didn't miss a beat. He just kept going. And it just, he has proven to me so many times that he has done wonders for me. And I cannot wait for the 2020 season to see what we can accomplish. Now my, the way I do rodeo is, Buddy has to win to get us to the next one. I know at the beginning, he may have a few bobbles because we've been off for a while. But... I'm going to tell you guys right now, I'm going to compete as much as I can. My boyfriend is so supportive and he's just like, okay, I'll see you tonight. Good luck. Be safe. Let me know when you get there. Let me know how you do. You know, because he loves, he's a lineman. He's never, he never gets to sit down. He's always at work or and when he does have time off, he's always out on the airboat or with me. Um, but... I mean, a lot of guys don't like to go to bear races and sit, you know, I don't want to torture them. So he'll go to a select field, or if it's local, he'll go on the airboat, and then he'll, I'll call him like, hey, it's almost time, and he'll run in, load the airboat, run to the arena, watch me, and then go right back out on the airboat. And, you know, he's just, he's that kind of supportive boyfriend, and I absolutely love it, and I'm so forever grateful for him. But... I just wanted to get on here and give you some motivation and, and just see how everybody was doing and <laughs> I am only halfway to work currently. I have roughly an hour commute um, by the time I have to go through town and through the back roads and down this long dark county road and it's, it's a nice peaceful drive. It's just on a dark country road you get animals jumping out I've I've hit some I mean I don't want to say it but you know you only get a select second to stop the vehicle or swerve or whatever to avoid hitting an animal but on these dark roads you never know what's going to come out at you but I just hope everybody is going to have a happy and safe New Year's if you're going out tonight careful do not drink and drive and please call a family member or a friend that's not partying to take you home safe nobody nobody should lose their life tonight just remember to always be safe and i'll see you next time on paralyzed bear racer bye guys